The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have... Have you seen this man? So, have you seen this man? <laughs> no, um, I haven't. Is by... Uh, well, at least it was posted on creepypasta.wiki by Dre MD. Hmm. Um... And it's, again, another one of those stories that has a picture um, associated with the actual story. But we'll get into the picture later, um, because it's just a, a sketch of a very nondescript dude. Uh, or a very weird-looking nondescript dude. Uh-huh. Um, uh, basically, it starts off with the narrator, again, no name. Um, but going on about, like, he's not a dog person, but that wasn't always the case. In fact, when he was younger, he wanted to be a veterinarian and, like, be an animal person. I'd be like, take, do a profession in animal stuff. And his parents were very supportive of him. He was also uh, homeschooled and a single only child. Uh, and he'd ask his parents for an animal or like a pet as a kid, uh, but they'd usually say no. But when I was like, mm-hmm. 11th or 12th? 12th. Thank you. On his 12th mm-hmm. birthday, um, they decided um, that they'd actually give him a dog. and um, But he'd have to like be very responsible and so that. And he was so berettie. He was like, one, like, no, be responsible and like, Share, uh, like uh, like be able to like take care of this dog and uh, when he did get the dog it was awesome and uh, for like a year um, he or for at least half a year I guess because it was uh, his birthday was in November and his and the incident happens in January mm-hmm. was it at the same like the, the same following year, year? Yeah, the next, yeah like okay yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for that period of time like he was like he, he formed a bond with the dog and it became really nice. And I think we all know where this is going. <laughs> um, but one uh, one day in January, um, he woke up, went to go have breakfast. Um, and what was... What, was it a mailman? Or was it the mailman that was born? He normally goes out to get... I believe, yeah, it's probably the mail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He heard the, the mail things, and he was half asleep at that point, so he went to go to the door. But he always does that for his family, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was... Again, half asleep, so he wasn't really paying attention. And when he opened the door, the dog went running out. And he's like, oh, shoot. Well, he went to go grab his coat and shoes. And when he went to go outside, there was this guy just standing in the, the entryway to the, uh, like his fenced-off like, yard. Uh, unfortunately, the dog like, wasn't able to get past him, but the dog was just staring up at him. Um, and the guy was just like staring like dead at the kid. Uh, and he wanted to do something, like, um, t- like thank him or something for like stopping the dog from going out into the road, but couldn't do anything and then while still just gazing at the kid uh the guy went and picked up the dog by the scruff pulled out a knife and and slit the dog's throat letting it bleed and then just dropped it on the ground and then like he wanted the kid wanted to do something but he couldn't and then the guy just kind of walked away and that's when the kid was able to run to the uh, after dropping uh, after dropping the knife and then the kid ran over to the to see his just dead, like to basically like his grieve over dog. his dying dog, and his mom came out to see what, what had taken him so long, and saw the whole mess, and so they immediately assume that the kid is responsible for this, mm-hmm. and so cut to I think sometime later, 
he's going through therapy and some of that, or um, like trying to figure out what. what uh, tr- and the, he's trying to tell people that it wasn't him; it was this other person. They just can't like describe the guy. And so, like, uh, I think it kind of ends with him just saying, "Like, is it, how does it end exactly? Like, does it end with like basically just like nobody believes him and like it's this guy? Essentially, this guy keeps popping up in his life. Okay, yeah. whether or not he's seeing him." actually in person or he's watching the news and he sees the guy in the crowd yeah and he comes in his dreams as well but it's mo- but also in real life and like the guys like I don't care what anybody else says this guy's real kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah and whenever his therapist asks about it he just like he can't describe the guy's face so he doesn't bother yeah so everyone assumes he's lying because he has no way to describe the guy's face yeah um and that's kind of where the story ends uh so yeah, it's it's got some issues, and we'll get into those. Um, first off, grammar Nazisms. I only have one, so um, as I said, I as I said, I told my parents that I wanted to be a veterinarian. Then uh, they supported me. They wanted me to be successful. I take for granted how much they cared for me. I don't know if this is mistense or not. Like the I took, it should, probably should. Be I tough. take the, for granted. Yeah, yeah. That's that was the issue. Well, I think it should have been took, not take. Like I guess, like it could be like most of that was like him talking about like how his parents like cared for him, helped him, and then like now it's like I really do take for granted how much my parents like cared for me. Yeah, and, because now he's taking it for granted. Yeah. If it was took, then at the time he would be taking it for granted. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it's fine. Yeah, that's that. That's really the only issue I kind of came across with, with in terms of grammar um, that glared at me. So um, I that's hate... surprising. Yep. Do you guys want uh, to... Yep. I didn't have much of my grammar issues. The the only issue I had was the. Uh, the choice of language, because in the one paragraph he says that he, he was turning twelve, then later in the same paragraph he's like, "This year I was fucking twelve. Like really? Did you really need to say? Did you really need to swear there? No. Yeah. He really didn't. It, it just it didn't add anything. No. As South Park is referenced, violence on, on in stories is okay. As long as no one uses any naughty words. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome, gamer. Thanks. So, yeah, that's my comment is on language. All right, well, um, technically I have one, but it is one that goes throughout the entire creepypasta. Oh. Ah. I find that the entire thing is made up of sentences that are like four words long. Everything is super, super short. Like, constant, tiny sentences all saying on the same subject. I have three uh, quotes written down that really jumped out at me. One you partially mentioned. Yeah. As I said, I told my parents that I wanted to be a veterinarian. Period. They supported me. Period. They wanted me to, succe- be, to-, they wanted me to be successful. Period. Yeah, you really could have just had, like, they supported me and they wanted me to be successful. Yeah, and then another one. They bought me books on animal uh, anatomy. Period. They took me to zoos. Period. They uh, bought me various VHS documentaries on animals. Period. And another okay. one. My birthday was in November. Period. I was turning 12. Period. Like, why can't you connect to these? Yeah, it was, yeah. like, again, like, we, some, we we harp a lot on these stories of, like, being too long-winded sentences and, like, take, like... But this is the complete this opposite. Is, and, like, sometimes, like, it is good to have short sentences, but 
not so many, especially like mm-hmm. like there's. It also depends on context because, like, if it's a story that's being told through the like the thoughts of a person, that's how thoughts kind of work. Is like really like stop like things. But this one, yeah, like this is he's transcribing a story. Like he's telling us a story about his experience. It's not really thoughts. It's and this was this is him as an adult writing this down too. Yeah, because this takes place in ninety one, and I'm assuming this wasn't yeah put on. Or, I, think it was 90, I thought it was January 94. Well, it was... Yeah, 94, you're right. Yeah. But either way, this is not 1994. No, so obviously not. No, this is when he's a grown-up. Yeah, so I would assume that he would know how to form proper sentences. Yeah. It's like he's taking jot notes, and then he, like, weaved them into a story, but... It, you need Without to, actually changing the jot notes. Exactly, yeah. You take those <laughs> jot notes, and, like, once you weave them... Into, once you put them in, like, set them up for a story, you didn't have to look at it. It's like, all right, well, I can, like, refine this to be a full complete sentence or I can find this to be a, compi- a compiled sentence yeah yeah like essentially the jot note form with like you put a period in the, like you put a dot and then you write what you want to say he took those dots and just turned them into periods yeah essentially <laughs> and that just bugged me throughout the entire story uh, but that's all I got to say about grammar wow garbage alright uh, and then actual thoughts okay so uh, I'm just gonna forward this first I am 100% a dog person I love animals I love dogs so this um, story really sh- like I'm not I'm not 100% on like triggers and stuff of that like with, like having a trigger warning or any of that but I do feel like this story might have like maybe the person should have considered that for this mm-hmm. but should we do triggers? no um, <laughs> fuck our listeners <laughs> trigger warning it's too late I'll yeah. part it on the rundown <laughs> jeez I mean we're kind of we're kind of tapping it right now like I also didn't go to like I didn't describe what happened like the way it did in the story I just said that the dog's throat was slit that's about it okay so with that in mind um, so uh, the quote is my dog who I uh, named Theo had steadily grown a bond with me over the course of, the, of a month and was only eight days to retirement Seriously, I had I, I had hoped this wasn't going where it was going to go, but then a little bit down the road, the man reached into his pocket, pulled out a knife, and cut the dog's throat in one quick motion. And there it is. This is going to be incredibly biased, as I mentioned. I'm a dog person, but can this trope in horror stories die? I'm so sick and tired. Of, of these this motherfucking in... creepypasta monsters killing no, our motherfucking dogs. It's horror movies. It's horror genre in general. I was thinking I, of Snake's not playing right I now. Know. <laughs> um, I thought you were cutting me off. I'm like, no, let me the... do my reference. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Sorry. This, I, I, I'm tired of seeing this in movies and stories. It's just put in for shock value, and I get it. We horror a good chunk of horror is to shock the audience, like to make them disturbed, to make them uncomfortable. That's the whole premise of that's that's a major like core concept of horror um, is to give you a thrill through shocking you. But for those of you who aren't affected by this, I feel like it should it comes off as lazy and predictable. But uh, especially the way how many times it gets used in stories and in movies, like. It's just I, I've seen I watch a movie and if there's a dog in it I just cringe because I know that dog's dead, especially when they name them. Yeah, if um, it's just I have a dog, probably not 
not much is going to happen. Yeah. If they're named, it's they're doing that so you connect with the animal. Yeah. To make you feel even worse when exactly things happen. Uh, and for those of us who who it does affect, like dog people or like people who like care about animals and stuff like that, or who like have that those kind of sentimental attachments to those things. I'm not saying like people who don't care about that like are heartless assholes. I'm just saying like. There are, there are some people who are dog people that that doesn't affect and like but there are some people and then there are people that this does affect because they are very much fans of dogs and animals. It's not, yeah, I was going to say it's not so much the, you have to be a dog person. It's most people don't think animals deserve it. Exactly. Because yeah. they don't. Because they're, 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 they're innocent for the most part. Yeah. They don't have the cognitive um, intelligence that humans do. Mm-hmm. So more so when a dog, when an animal gets hurt, it it, it hurts a lot more. Yeah. Uh, emotionally to the people to some, to the viewer, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, when it happens with this, it, it literally just turns you me. It turned me off from really enjoying the content of the story. I had to like take a moment and read the story and like realize this is going to be a dog killing story, and mm-hmm. I had to like try and like keep that out of my head while I read the story to try and probably critique it. But literally, just please, horror fans, horror genre. Get rid of this trope. There's got to be better ways, to, like other, more interesting ways to shock your audience than killing a dog or killing a kid. Like, there's got to, like, we, not, not only, like, sh- like, is it kind of just gross and, like, whatever, if you're that kind of, if you're people that, like, are, it really affects, like, hence why sometimes you need trigger warnings. Yeah. It's also, at this point, it's just lazy writing, because, like, you aren't more. You aren't creative enough to think of a better way to shock your audience than to just like go for the the easy shot. Like, come on. Yeah. Basically, what you're saying is there needs to be a list. I know for movies, uh, if you do a Google search of "Does the dog die," <laughs> it brings up a list. Of movies that have dogs in them, and a yes or no if the dog dies. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> Did you actually look that up? Is that actually a thing? That's actually a thing. Jesus. I mean, I guess that's helpful. Yeah, like, yeah. like, I, okay. So, like, my biggest one, um, the one that actually like t- like really affected me was actually the VHS series, um, which is a anal- uh, an uh, a anthology series of horror shorts done as like found footage and stuff like that. And you guys know how much I love found, found footage films. But the last one, I think in either one or two of the of that anthology series, it I liked this the entire uh, the entire short until the end because the dog is dropped from like sixty to seventy feet in the air to the ground with the dog cam on and like you hear the dog crumple and whine in pain mm. and it was like oh my god like I I, I immediately was turned off. From enjoying that 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 story, yeah, mm-hmm. like, and it was cool because it were, and the story itself was cool because it was like a bunch of kids hanging out in like a cottage or something like that, and then aliens abduct them. But you and need to like know the timestamp where the dog thing happens. Yeah, so skip it's over. Like, it. I was like, oh, God damn it! Like, why did the dog have to like get dropped or die? Like, like it, it doesn't help the story. It could have been just as good. It, it would have been just as sad, but it would also have been just as, or tragic if the dog was the only one left. Everybody else got taken. Yeah. And I mean, you'd still feel bad for the dog, but at least the dog didn't die or it was in pain. Like, Jesus, I hate yeah. that in stories. Um, yeah, just that's my bottom line. That's my own, that's my personal preference. Like, you're immediately going to turn me off from your story if you have, if you use that for shock value. Um, so that's that part. That's that, with that out of the way, the rest of the story. Um, and then I go into this one, this quote. 
So after the dog gets killed, and the guy's found uh, with the knife on the ground next to him, and like the body and some of that, and his mom comes out and screams and freaks out, uh, we then get this quote. Uh, in the following months, my parents had forced me to see... Uh, my, my parents had forced me into seeing a psychiatrist. When asked why I killed Theo, I tried to tell him that it wasn't me. I tried my best to tell him about the man. I couldn't tell... I, I could tell he... I could tell he wasn't buying it. Why the fuck not? This kid was super good with his dog, was super, like, caring about, like, dogs and animals and shit. The knife was on the ground, not in his fucking hand, and you're telling me that the parents and everyone else in this fucking world thought he did it. Bullshit fucking bullshit. Plus, I'm sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. I know the stories going for the everyone thinks you're crazy or everyone thinks you did it kind of fucking trope, but fuck you. It doesn't work. Don't, uh, like, not with the setup this, uh, of the dog, like, being like uh, being cared for by this kid, like, being t- the kid taking responsibility, them creating a bond. The kid, like, the dog goes out, in the, uh, out onto the, like, out into the uh, yard after he opens the door. Kid goes out. Then the mother comes out to see what's going on. And the guys, the kids out there are, like, looking at the dog, the bloody dog, and you're instantly going to think that your son killed the dog? Fuck you! Fuck you up, you fucking asshole! Oh. <laughs> yeah, just entirely fuck this entire scene of, like, or this whole premise of, like, no one believes the kid um, that he didn't do it because fucking reasons. It's, no. to me, like, again, I am biased because of the whole, like, dog thing, but it just also doesn't, it, like, realistically, like, it just doesn't make sense. So I'm going to go in on a limb here. I'm going to assume that you didn't like this scene. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like this scene. Okay. You're very much correct. But I also agree with you. And there's a glaring piece of information that would obviously prove he didn't do it. He didn't pick up the knife. Exactly. So there's fingerprints on the knife. Yeah. Right? That, no, the, that's exactly yeah. my point. Like I this said, is like, modern-ish day. Yeah, it was all so. the It was 1994. Um, so, I mean, they still had fingerprint identification. And even if there yeah. wasn't any uh, fingerprints because he's some weird, like, being, um, still... It like, wouldn't have his fingerprints exactly. on it, So they like, can't pin he, it on him. He just was kneeling beside the dog. It never says that he picked up the knife. No. I uh, like... Uh, fuck. Hate this. St- I'm with uh, you, dude. I'm with you. <laughs> so that's that's that part out of the way now. Um, and then we go into the next quote. Uh, I may seem crazy, but I know what I saw that day. I o- I always see him, whether he he's among a crowd while I'm watching the news or in my dreams. He's real and he's always watching. So. The image that accompanies the story is actually based off of an urban legend slash hoax phenomenon uh, called This Man, um, where many people uh, see the figure of this man, as they call him, uh, in dreams, um, based off of a website that came up. Um, Actually, I'm going to pull up the uh, website. Just bear with me. So it's actually, you can check it out, you can check out the information about it actually directly on the website, thisman.com. Or on, uh, if you look up the your, Know Your Meme uh, entry for this man. Um, so it's an internet myth associated with an artist's illustration of a man with beady eyes, bushy eyebrows, thin lips, and receding hairline. 
since October 2009, numerous reports of this man appearing in people's dreams have come from around the world, typically portrayed as a benevolent character. As a benevolent character in people's dreams. Um, the benevolent? Yeah. The story, uh, the website itself, um, like attribute, like like apparently in like 2009, or uh, it, it goes on with like a note about like this uh, therapist, like uh, the guy was having a hard time like describing this character, so he told him to draw him, and then a couple months later, uh, he was uh, exchanging notes with another therapist, and it's like, hey, my, are one of my my patients have that exact same uh, that exact same guy. And, like, then they did a consensus, and they found out a bunch of people were getting this, like, were seeing this guy in their dreams. And it was usually, uh, he would usually show up and tell them messages of, like, good, of things to do. And if they followed them, good things would happen to them. And it's not creepy so much as it's just kind of a really weird phenomena. Um, that, but it was also completely disproven to be a hoax. Um, uh, it was a copypasta story. Um, sorry, thisman.org was the website. Uh, it launched in 2009 by an Italian viral marketing specialist, Andrea uh, Nutella. Not Nutella, Natella. Oh, I was going to say, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to the site's description, the portrait shown below was drawn by a mental patient um, of a well-known psychiatrist. Uh, and then it, you can go check out the website. It's all there, all the information. There's even, like, a theory site, uh, page for the site that shows, like, he, that, uh, different ideas of what he is. Like, there's one, there's, uh, some of the theories are, like... Um, uh, that it's like a shared hallucination kind of thing, or like shared, uh, shared, um, like, because one person saw it on the internet. Now they're starting to see him in their dreams, and like, or he's like the voice of God, um, like a religious kind of aspect. Like, so he's actually like God taking the form of this man in people's dreams to make them do things. Um, there's uh, a bunch of different theories. Um, some of them range from like again religious things to like the to a little bit more like fringe sciencey kind of stuff. Um, it's actually kind of interesting. It's not really creepy. It's just really weird fiction, but it's complete hoax. Um, and like the spread of this guy, like it, it, it spread because it was copy pasta. Like people posted it on blogs and on um, channel and, and like on like forums and stuff like that. Um, and then obviously, like this art, this artist um, or like this 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 author uh, took the idea and decided to make it into. Like, kind of break some of the core ideas of it. Yeah. To make this creepy monster. Mm-hmm. And, like, to me, this kind of... This creep... The, the, this man of... Have you seen this man? Like, this creepypasta. Isn't so much this man as it's a mix between this man in terms of, like, the look and stuff of like that. And elements of the Slender Man. Um, and I'll go into that. Like, this man... He only shows up in dreams, and he's usually benevolent. So, this... Uh, in this version, we have a... Um, Kind of a weird mix, because um, first off, the guy I, honestly when I first when I first got uh, got up to the part where like the the kid was down on his knees looking at the dog and some of that, I thought the kid was going to wake up, um, and uh, it was all going to be a, like a horrible dream or something. Like that. And then maybe he got detached from his um, his dog, like he suddenly got, like didn't want to see the dog or was neglecting it because of how badly the uh, tr- uh, the dream traumatized him. Not what we got at all. Um, but with the Slenderman stuff, like, the whole, him having a hard time, like, articulating the face, mm-hmm. like, kind of like that, I was like, that's actually kind of an interesting way to deal with the Slenderman, because, like, in the original ideas for the Slenderman, or the original, like, concept of the Slenderman, it wasn't that he was faceless. Mm-hmm. It was just that his face is just so banal that you can't really give him, like, 
a uh, descriptive features. Yeah. Um, it's not that... He's, he's just, just a dude. dude. Yeah, or like... And the cameras can't capture his face, but he actually does have a face when you see him with your eyes. Oh, so it's like, again, Search and Rescue Woods. Yeah. There's oh, that exactly. one... The, was he just called the Faceless Man in that? I don't know what he was called in that one. I can't remember. Next one's Thunder Man. We call him... We call him... Well, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah of yeah, course. Like, yeah, he just had like... A, like his face was like morphing a little, just like shifting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so like, and that kind of thing, and like, obviously, this is this man is a much more malevolent force, um, but it's in the real world. He's not in your dreams, like the mm-hmm. this man's supposed to be. Um, so yeah, and then personally, like I said, like I did, I did kind of think like I, I had like an inkling about this character. I didn't actually, I didn't actually read the article about this man until after I read the story, and I think it would have been a much stronger story had we had he woken up after the dog was killed um, in the dream. And having that really affect him and traumatize him and have him neglect the dog. And then we get into a much darker story where, like, the dog is taken away because, obviously, the kid's not paying attention to him. He's become a lot more paranoid mm-hmm. about seeing this man. Um, and just have it, like, affect him, like, almost like a Freddy Krueger style kind of thing. Like a dream creature of some kind that's, like, affecting him. We had this, like, we'd get this, like, darker, like, less, less dog killing, which I'm always for, but more of a psychological horror thing in this. Yeah. If you're going to take this man's concept and make it a malevolent force rather than a benevolent one, go with the part where like the kid is like the person the individual is becoming traumatized and being like mental uh, like being like trying to doubt reality because this guy's like popping up in his dreams constantly and like is it just a fictional creature being or is it actually something that's like doing something to him like mentally? Um I think would have been a much stronger route to go than having a malevolent stalker in the real world that nobody else seems to believe you exists, like the Slenderman kind of thing. Like as much as I'm a fan of Slenderman stuff and like the, the, like and like different variants of that kind of archetype creature, I think a Freddy Krueger type dream kill, dream monster, dream stalker, omen entity um, would have also been really good. Well, yeah, like, like but, you said, from the actual um, <clears throat> the story that came previously to this, that is how he operated, right? Yeah, yeah, he he, but he was benevolent. Yeah. Being. Like he was, he was. Ne- it never seemed to be like all the accounts I've read so far. And again, I haven't read all of them, but the, the accounts I read on the on the web on the, the website and on the Know Your Meme, he's generally portrayed as a benevolent figure, and it, you mm-hmm. should actually take his advice when he when he talks to you in your dreams. But if you don't take his advice, does bad things happen? I'm not sure. It never. I don't think it actually ever said anything. I don't. I just don't think like nothing happens, kind of thing. Hmm. But um, yeah, no, exactly. Or like have that, like have him like say, like, yeah. oh, you should do this. And then the guy doesn't do this, and then something bad really happens. Yeah, and then there's your repercussions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's honestly all I have for the story. Like, it, it's kind of a really short one, and it didn't it left really negative imp- uh, impressions on me, um, especially for something that was based off of something else, and they just kind of twisted it. They lifted it up by the scruff of its neck <laughs> and slit its throat. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I mean, like, I'm I'm generally for like twisting nostalgic things or twisting like. Twisting something that should be good or like benevolent and making it evil, like I'm fine for that. That's not my problem here. My problem here is that this is just it has dog murder. That's the problem. It, yeah, it has dog murder for the sake of dog murder, and that it's, the, the the author knew it was going to shock you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, congrats, you've completely turned me off from your story in doing so. Like I know, I wish I had my five minutes back from reading this. Anything? Okay, any story or movie or show or anything that. Has that happened in it? 
do you still enjoy any of them, or is that just immediately? It, it I does. Hate this no, it, it, it's uh, some. It, it varies. Like sometimes, if it happens, like John I, Wick. John Wick. Um, I was because really he gets John, I, so I was much hoping, vengeance. That, that's the thing, though. That's a vengeance movie. Like yeah. I'm down for John Wick killing every single <laughs> Russian mafia yeah, guy yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Like all of them need to die the way they died. Like I don't give a fuck. They all die. Um, but when a Wait, horror movie does this, it, this kid isn't named. Maybe his name's John. <laughs> Alternative, uh, alternative origin story to John Wick. Yeah. So that's that's my notes. Um, honestly, until we do final thoughts. Um, yeah, guys, I really didn't really like. It. I didn't like it. <laughs> but uh, what do you guys think? Spoilers of your final thoughts. Yeah. All right. So uh, the first issue uh, before it gets to the whole dog thing was the the mail delivery. It was on New Year's Day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a vacation. That's a statutory holiday for uh, for government work, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Plot hole. The, <laughs> they didn't say that the mail actually arrived. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, he so, thought it was, and then the guy went yeah, out there and it was... It was like him. Yeah. It was this yeah. man. Yeah. He, he, he heard the mail. Yeah. Truck, which I mean, is just probably a diesel engine. Uh, and the kid was the kid was also like half asleep, like he didn't. Yeah, like, he had a really like rough morning. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so no, so I guess it, it could be understandable why he didn't realize that. Like, wait, it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it almost would have been better if like he instinctively gets up at that time because. He always checks the mail at that time, so he didn't necessarily hear it. He even just thought he heard it. Yeah, well, and then his, he and then as he that. gets up, his mother's like, "Where are you going? There's no mail today." But he doesn't hear that. Yeah, and he what? just continues. As he opens the door and yeah, or uh, yeah, actually, and he even comments actually on the fact that he's pro- kind of been programmed to yeah. go for the mail because mm-hmm. yeah. But again, it'd be nice if that was said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is kind of, but it's, yeah, it's, it is, uh, when you start, you're like, wait, that is kind of a plot hole, but uh, I mean, it kind of works because the way the character reacts, but yeah, okay. Because yeah. there's something supernatural about this man. Obviously, yeah. Like, there's so, kind of... there's nothing saying he can't implant the idea that the mailman is here, and you go out and get the mail. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that was the... Uh... Issue I found before the whole dog scene. Uh, yeah. And then after reading it, my, my first thought was, oh, what did I just read? I was like, yeah. Why is this a thing? And then it was like a day later, I got to thinking, in what universe is this considered a good story? Also, in what universe is this on a top ten list for top ten creepiest creep pastas? Yeah, it actually is. This is I found it on a top ten list. Uh-huh. Um, just cause, and because like I, and honestly, like again, it just proves that like top ten lists are highly opinionated, and like somebody apparently found this a really creepy story to put it on a list. But mm-hmm. again, it's based off of a. It's not like it's it, it's creepy to think about it. Like, what the fuck is this this dream entity that's like talking to people in their like. That, that's, that multiple people from across different countries okay. talk about. But, if what, I, but for the po- point of I'm going to let you finish, but yeah. that's point, not anywhere in this story. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but it, well, it is because, the, because it's associated with... Because the, the guy pulled this image and used 
part of this man in his story. But yeah, this he doesn't man, reference this pasta, the, anything else happening though, like all the previous stories. Yeah. It's its own entity. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it, I don't understand why. Like it's 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 just shock value. Like that's yeah. all it is. And I guess a lot of people got shocked enough that they think it's actually terrifying to the point that it's on a top ten. Yeah, I, I guess that's it. So or the person that did the top ten list because it may not be more than a couple of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if it's just like you found one top ten list, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I was, going, I was like, I'll, I'll see if I can hunt it down again and put it in the description. But like, it was the same top ten list that had the statue story that we're doing next week, or in at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, spoilers. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just sorry. Continue. So anyway, I came up with two universes. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. I've named them the Gloved Universe and the Ungloved Universe. Okay. Re- referring to whether or not he ah. is wearing gloves. Okay. Alright. So I'll start with the Gloved Universe. Okay. Since that's more whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so in the Gloved Universe, yes. the dog is guilty of a crime that he hasn't committed yet. Okay. <laughs> That's not where you thought you were going to go. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Are dogs sentient in this uh, universe? Well, it's it sort of... It, yeah. It, it's sort of like Minority Report, but for animals. Okay. Is this dog going to get rabies and like kill somebody like lat, like Old Yeller? I, I was thinking more killing... The parents by running across the road, and oh, then the dogs okay. follow it across the road, not looking for traffic, and then just killing the parents, and then the boy is raised without parents, and he couldn't let that happen. So he'd rather the dog or the boy be. You scarred. better not make this guy the hero we need, not the hero we want. <laughs> yep, that's where I was going. You son of a bitch! <laughs> Through dog murder, he is our hero. How dare you! <laughs> Horrible! I, I I reject this application. This applicant to the SNTF. Uh, the two gamer. Gonna say a hard pass on this entity. In fact, maybe incarceration. Yeah, I don't know if he should be part of them. <laughs> that, that's questionable methods. Yeah. Even for their standards. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> What's the ungloved? Okay. Universe, or is there more to the gloved universe? Um. No, that, that's pretty much it. It's just because uh, there's no jail for animals, the only solution is to kill them outright. Wow. So. Okay. So, <laughs> Zootopia Minority Report. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but what does this have to do with the whole glove situation? Because he's wearing gloves. Okay, but. Oh, I, I, so like. What does so that like, have to like do like with him being. He, he doesn't by... leave. His fingerprints or his trace. So, in the event that the kid accidentally picked up the knife to put his fingerprints on it, there's no other prints there. The kid there. gets blamed, not not some other entity. Okay, but in that universe, he is the villain. No, he's trying to propose that he's actually a hero because he's actually stopping people from dying by making animals. it look like the kid killed the dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thereby putting him in a mental mental institution for the rest of his life. 
Well, not in a mental oh. institution. He's just like taking psychiatric sorry. care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but still. Yeah, basically, that's scarring, tra- mentally st- scarring a kid is mentally scarring a kid uh, better than having two adult human beings die. That are his parents. Yeah, and having honestly, that's. That's a different mental scarring. When you scarring. think about that, Fuck. that's not easy to pick. No, that really isn't. Those are both horrible things. Like, okay, yeah. So basically, your animal is still your family. End an animal. Like, what, take out an animal. Or have the, the mother, at least, um, go running out the, uh, to the street to help. The, or have the kid himself die. Is the kid better off dying uh, by getting hit by a tree? Or by, by a tree. By getting hit by a car... Uh, I meant to say truck. <laughs> Get hit by truck when the dog goes across the road. Truck because you hate trucks. Yeah. Um, or is it better to leave him scarred and have the dog get killed? Neither of them are good. No, I know they aren't. There is no like, better option. Yeah. Like which is the lesser of two evils? There isn't one. No, there is always a le- lesser of two. Well, there, there. No, they're all equal evils. Wow. That's possible. That's quite black and white, sir. <laughs> Actually, it's very gray. What? Because everything, everything the, like everything is equally. All those options are equally terrible. There are layers of evil. <laughs> I don't know if that... And to I, to like, my eyes, all three of those options are horrible. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying... I'm not discounting that they aren't horrible. I, I'm not saying that... Like, what I'm what, saying is... Which is the better, what, what is the better option? I, I cannot choose one <laughs> yeah. because they're all horrible. Yeah. So they're all great to me. Fortunately, you don't have to make that choice. Apparently, the gloved man... Uh, this this gloved man needs, is the one that's making the choices. Yeah. <laughs> the hard choices. Also, I, I despise you for, for even coming up with this theory. <laughs> By, biased or not, I, I, you are despicable. <laughs> this action. <laughs> But go on. V does stand for evil after <laughs> yes, all, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. And then there's the ungloved universe. Okay. okay. Where the guy leaves his fingerprints on the knife. Yes. But he's actually the kid from the future. Oh, because fingerprints don't change. Mm-hmm. But why is he going back in time to kill his dog? Because... <laughs> He is going back in time to prevent himself from becoming a veterinarian. I was like, this is the worst choice of my life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to just time coffee. Yeah. And stop myself from becoming a vet entirely. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> veterinarian school was the worst thing in my life. Uh, anyway. And then uh, I took it more uh, in regards to the ter- a Terminator angle. <laughs> Where, because he becomes a veterinarian, he saves animals that become super intelligent and take over the world. Of course! Thus causing the animal uprising. (laughs) So he has to go back in time, prevent himself from becoming a veterinarian. Gamer. gamer. Save the future. It's like like the teddies uh, in The Conkers. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. (laughs) 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 It's so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> you would do this. You bizarre... You evil bastard. You bizarre amalgamation of star constellations. Yeah. That uh, being said, I like that more uh, than the other one. Yeah, no, I, yeah I, I do kind of find that it's more... In- god damn it. Don't you dare try to make me like this story. <laughs> well, you're not liking this story, you're liking that story. Yeah. <laughs> you know... <laughs> So, first one is that he's the hero we didn't want, but we needed. We didn't really say, need. Well, or first, first option is Minority Report with, with Animals, mm-hmm. and the second one is 
the veterinary veterinary terminator. <laughs> or, nice combination there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> or time vet. Yeah. <laughs> Where he goes back in time to stop himself from becoming a veterinarian because he'll uh, initiate Judgment Day. Yep. Via like Animal intelligent animals, day. yeah. The the uh, it's like the secret of Nim um, on steroids. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wow. I don't know if I like that or not. I'm like, because I'm so conflicted. Like, because like, I like, I, I, I like how silly and how like bizarre it is. But it changes it from being a creepy pasta you know, to. It, it, it does tend to that you could spin it as a creepy angle, like because like we're laughing at it, but like I could see those two story, like, that story, like either of those stories, working in terms of like being creepy, because like when even the explain when. Um, the the audience and and the uh, the protagonist like our narrator once he finds out the truth, I could still see like kind of a sense of dread being dropped on the audience for that revelation because it's like, like oh my god like there's this creepy organization that go, that knows like what animals are what when an animal is going to cause the death of a person and therefore they go in and like before it happens and kills the animal in front of the person sometimes. Or and like that's why animals just suddenly like go missing or die in like reality. Like that's it's an explanation for a real thing for a real thing that happens. It's kind of creep. I could see that being pulled off as a really good creepypasta, more than this story deserves. <laughs> um, yeah. And even with the the Terminator one, like as silly as that is, like okay, that one's a little harder to make. Creepy, <laughs> but but at the same time, like the initial bit of it, like where like he's going like terminatoring around, like trying to like st- like stop him or something like that. Like, cause what if like he doesn't get to get to the dog first? So like basically he starts like basically have like a, a creepy chase scene of like the guy trying to like outrun the dog. He's like, no, you need to do is like, who are you? It's like I'm you in the future. <laughs> he goes back in time to do this, but there's also like intelligent animals that go back in time to try to exactly, stop him yeah. from going back in time to so stop him. We have like weird like creepy. <laughs> then we have our other creepy monsters that are like. Chasing Chasing that, and then we have the psychopath trying to chase him down too. <laughs> the psychopath then, is like a chipmunk that's sent him, and he attacks him with full power. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> way, to, way to call back on our previous uh, yeah. episode. <laughs> Damn. Uh, oh. My god. But yeah, like, so that was a little bit harder to make creepy. But the first one, Minority Report <laughs> one, I can see being an actual like decent creepy story if you t- if you wrote it uh, if you if you spun it uh, the right way. Yeah. Um. Damn you, sir! Damn you, straight to hell! Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So that was my thoughts. All right. Why do I always have to go after you? <laughs> Can we switch seats next time? <laughs> we'll try that. Okay. I am so much less interesting. We haven't been touching on video games lately. We need to do some games. Dude, I'm just joking. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I was also just joking, too. I'm sure. Okay. I was trying to make a funny joke. Uh Uh-huh. Mmm, funny joke. Yeah. But anyways, um... Wow. (laughs) Where do you go from there? Really a little bit. Okay, so, um... That was actually touched on, uh... Alright, so, on, actually, the only thing I have to say at this point now, because I only had a couple of quotes, because generally I didn't have to say much in everything I've said I've jumped in on, the very first line... I'm not a dog person. 
That made me think, why? And so I'm like, with that in my head, I read through the entire thing, and then I'm like... Why aren't you a dog person anymore? You love, yeah, yeah, right. It, it doesn't even propose a good reason. Like no, like again, I could see if it, if it was like some like if he was traumatically scarred like from a, from like this dream creature, and it was like a dream of like the dog dying and him getting like becoming more and more distant. To be, he's the reason why he's not a dog person because he's always afraid that the dog is going to get killed like that in real life. Yeah, I could see that why he's not a dog person. Also, apparently, according to the comments and according to me, my my first take when I read that first line was like. I'm not a dog person. It's like, do you live in a world where people are dogs? <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes. I, I also... Well, from, from, from the ungloved universe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> from the ungloved you see dogs uh, become, evolve and become anthropomorphic. That's where, like, all the dog, mo- the dog men um, stories that we hear in, like, uh, in, in North America and, like, other, other places in creep Posses and stuff like that, they're all creatures. They're all beings from the future. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> kind of makes the it suddenly does kind of make the ungloved universe a little bit creepier now because yeah. it's inco- including all these weird other sightings of dog men. But he does also say, "I am not a dog person." This hasn't been always the case. So he used to be a dog person, <laughs> and then he had surgery. <laughs> that, that's what I was also thinking. Like, yeah, but I guess then I turned. I was like, "No, he's just talking. He's a, a dog person." Yeah. That's what, what people who like dogs are. Or people who are compa- who who get like who love dogs and like yes. like yeah that's what they are but yeah. yeah without being critically silly yes yes but either way that whole quote was weird because like first thing I'm thinking is like we're saying why aren't you a dog person anymore nothing happened that would have made you hate dogs from the situation fact, well, why aren't you just more like tr- like why aren't you more you'd be even more protective of any animal you know of you, really you should just be a not this man person <laughs> yeah essentially. <laughs> Like, if it's because all dogs make you think of that dog, then say it. Yeah. Like, if that being ha- that happening makes every dog make you sad because you remember that. But it doesn't change the fact that he loves dogs. Because he feels these emotions, that it in itself says that you love dogs because you care enough to feel that way. Yeah. So... Mikey, I think you had something to say. What if this man... Is a dog man, but wearing a mask. And that's why he's kind of all... It's it's really just a rubber mask. Mm-hmm. But, wait, how does that... With the, with the snout, because of a dog... Unless he's a boxer. He's a, he's, yeah, he's a bulldog or a boxer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Or he's just wearing one on the front of this snoot. Yeah. Like, he's seeing him from far away. Yeah, oh, and wait. he's always looking directly out. Yeah, so it's literally just like a, like a full like, body mask. It's literally just a, like a cutout. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a piece of cardboard. <laughs> yeah. And just like... <laughs> just like constantly like making sure he's always facing him in the right yeah. angles. And then just like goes, picks up the dog. <laughs> I am a human. I, I am a human. I am barf. I am this barf, barf. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, that's why he never talks. He can't speak English. Yep. Because he's just going barf. Ex- yeah. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. But so much better. Yeah, no. <laughs> this would actually be shit. But yeah, just the way that that first line was there, I was expecting that the story was going to be about some dog monster that this man has that attacked him as a child yeah, to scar him or exactly, something yeah. but you don't like, especially, see that. If you, especially if you don't look at those the the the, the, the images that accompany this which even again, if there are images yeah. that could that could be burned in your mind just because that man sent his dog on me yeah. which scarred me for life yeah 
Exactly. Like, like, it's like, why? Wait, why did this stop you from wanting to be a? a why? Why did this stop you from being an animal? Or like, I know you saw a do- an animal that was horribly like harmed. Like, yeah, you were at a fairly young age, but like, I think that would strengthen your resolve to become a a dog, like a carer of animals. Exactly. Like, I just I like it, it would. It, I, I guess because like he's um, he was put into like because everybody thinks that he did it. So, like, people didn't want him to be near animals and stuff like that, so now he's, like, kind of forced to not be a dog person? Like, maybe that's it? But even so, in your mind, you would still be a dog person. Yeah. So. And, like, having it be the situation where a monstrous dog attacks you, it would kind of resonate more with people because, personally, from my past, I was attacked by a dog when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, so So, for a long time, I had a fear of dogs because of that. So... I'm sure a lot of people actually have that. So it would... You'd be able to yeah. connect with it better. I I had... I, I, I had a similar situation because we... Uh, our neighbors had uh, hunting hounds. Yeah. That were hunting hounds. They were not people hounds. They were bred for hunting. They were left in the shed um, all year round. Yeah. And they were brought out for, like, exercise stuff in their, in their backyard. So that, and and to go hunting. And they were not to be pet. And unfortunately, I pet one and got bitten in the arm and oh. leg and some of that. Ironically enough, it was beagles. Oh, really? <laughs> or it was like a, a type of beagle hound or like that kind of hound dog. Yeah. Um, and like I had a very respectful fear of that one hound. But generally, I just had a respectful fear of like of making sure like not to like know when how not to bite dogs and stuff like that. I never actually, how not to bite dogs no, no, sorry, not you probably shouldn't bite dogs not how to get bitten by dogs yeah like, like yeah like I've never like I understand when people like like people like because I was like I think I was like 8 or 10 when that happened yeah I was but, really like, young too I understand like how when people do get that like or like suddenly have like a fear of dogs for a while because they don't trust them because of that yeah but like I don't know what it was like I don't I don't actually think I ever had a fear of developed a an actual fear of dogs mm-hmm. From that, I think it's just, just that one specific. A respect dog. for like animals, like to keep them. Like I know, I knew when to keep my space. Like, I knew when to back off. Yeah. Um, well, like, and it again, affects different people because, differently. Like, you know. Yeah. It depends on no, your upbringing and what age you are and all that. Yeah, and like again, like I ended up getting a uh, our, our 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 three dogs that we've had I've had in the in the past have been beagles. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I've also been attacked or bitten by the, by other dogs, like by larger dogs than beagles and, or like by other yeah. hounds. But like, yeah, it's just like, you gotta know when to like, keep, you know, have to know when to keep your guard up and so that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, again, like that kind of just proves like, yeah, this guy's no longer a dog person because he was, because he saw this dog, this horrible thing that happened involving a dog. And like, I could see that it could, it could maybe affect you, but at the same time, may not always affect you like that, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just seems too unfeasible mm-hmm. for me to believe. Yeah. Or if it was just worded differently, like, I'm a dog person, but, like... I'm not, I'm I'm not, not allowed, allowed to, be. to be right now. And, and this here's is why, why. yeah. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, that's kind of how it really should have been written. Because right from the get-go, you'd be like, why can't you be a dog person? I'm really interested to read your story now, sir. Yeah. But it's just like, okay, <laughs> you know. And it's like, I'm not a dog person. I want to be a vet, but then this my dog was killed by a weird man, and nobody believes me, and now I'm, I don't like dogs anymore. It's like, what? How dare you? Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's about all I got. Okay. Mm-hmm. Recommendations, final thoughts. So, without our making the story better, like, much mm-hmm. more interesting and better mm-hmm. ideas aside, ultimately, this story did have potential 
with regards to like the creature of like this man and some of that. Although I don't, it's it's really hard to say now. I'm thinking about it. Compa- like, like, sorry to I'm, jump I'm not, in, but yeah. comparatively, is it is it like this is um, Gino? Whereas, oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, he's the it character in name like, only, but he's not anything like him. Like, it, it's not that it. Like, I, I'm all, I'm always down. Like, as as much as people like tend to gripe about the idea, like I'm always down for like taking a creature or taking something um, that's previously established and tweaking it or making it something different. Yeah, I'm always for that. Like, because that's how create. Like, because you're creatively changing it. But like, and I'll just get into my little like prep I had here. Um, the story had potential, but. With a lazy shock value trope and a weak ending, it didn't do much to continue the, the this man mythos or like stories like uh, like stories at all. Um, it, it makes it combines him with Slenderman uh, abilities, but like doesn't really do much with it. Otherwise, he kind of just shows up, kills the dog, and moves on, and then just like watches him for the rest of his life. Like for what end? Just to torment him, like to constantly remind him. Yeah, like, why, and why is it, no one believes you. No one yeah. believes you. I'm not touching you. I'm not yeah. touching yeah. you. And it's not like the kid yeah. fucked up. Yeah. So he's like, I'm oh. going to be here to remind no, you that you like fucked up. Kid, like, oh, he yeah. didn't do anything wrong. It, it's because he's there so, to prevent him from getting another dog. Because he will come back. Maybe that's why he's not a dog person, but it's that's really, like, like that took that's, some that took some reading into that. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, again, I'm all for, like, reading between the lines, but there's reading between the lines, and there's reading through the depths of the chasms of those lines, all the way yeah. to the bottom of the darkness um, of the blank page. Yeah. <laughs> but the only other thing I can think of that this thing brought to the this man mythos idea is that the this man, or the malevolent version of this man, is in the waking world now, too. Um, Maybe. Or that he's just seeing him in the waking world, because he's only seeing him through, t- through uh, in the news and crowds. He's not actually uh, seeing him. In the, does he actually see them in the real world? Otherwise? Well, he did see him in the yeah, real world. Yeah, he did see him. He, so, he killed his dog. Yeah, right in front of him. So, um, there's another option. If this is, like, maybe because all of the other stories with this man, he's benevolent in your mind, in your dreams. But when he's physical in the real world... He becomes more malevolent. It's like... It could be like... So, a, he's like... Because a lot... Again, like, people like have a theory that he's, like, God. So, what if when he's in the dreams, he's God? And when he's in the real world, he's the devil. Yeah, like that's like, a really cool take on it. Yeah, like he's like, like kind of like. Speaking of dogs, I don't think they like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that would be interesting if they laid it out where before he shows up as an evil bastard, he shows up in his dreams telling him something good that he should do. Like yeah. he could have said in yeah. his dreams, "Do not get the mail tomorrow." Exactly. Yeah, and then he does, and then that's when he shows up. I told him not to get the mail. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but like again, like that's the point. Like he doesn't really do enough. Like the author like cha- gave us that kind of like change. Like added the real the, the waking world aspect to it, but didn't do a whole lot else with it. Like it didn't yeah. really do much else. Um, and so like personally, I I didn't like this story because it left me sad and bored, yeah. and even a bit irritated about the whole matter. Rather than be creeped out by the the ideas that we came up with for this, like I'm more I'm more able to get creeped out by the idea of it being the god in the dream world and the, and the devil in the waking world, mm-hmm. or being minority report of the veterinarian uh, division, or being the the, the terminator um, anthropomorphic terminator anthropomorphic terminator like yeah. that kind of thing. 
Oh, sorry, no, I there's just... anthrop- anthropomorphic animals chasing him yeah. as an adult version of himself. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, ultimately, like, I won't recommend this, but check out thisman.org or the uh, the Know Your Meme, because, like, that's kind of a cool idea, too. So, And maybe you can come up with a, a better story than what I saw in this, because... Mm-hmm. Yeah. With 100% less dog murder. Yes, please do not kill your dogs. <laughs> in, in stories <laughs> and in real life. Yeah, that's pretty good uh, advice to live on. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's my, that's my recommendations. Yeah, I, I don't recommend it. Okay. That's all I have to say because we've touched on a lot of reasons why. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of liked, I, you know, thank you for, for kind of having a, a high, like having a, a happier high note after my <laughs> rant about the, yeah. the shitty, the, the, the triggery like sad shit about the story. Because yeah. like that really kind of pepped me up after the, I was really like sad and angry about the yeah. story uh, initially. So. Well, like, no matter what the story is, there is a, either a better or a sillier way to take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm glad you picked those out. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then Gabriel? Uh, for me, I'm also not going to recommend it. Um, it sounds like the the stories that came previously to this, like the Legends or whatever, are more interesting. Yeah. And this is just a weird way to do it. It's essentially like if you if you wrote a story where you give Jesus Christ an M60. It's like why did he? Why does he have that? <laughs> you know. Like, okay. Because so he's completely different in this to what he should be. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, and again, like I'm. Alright, he has an M60. <laughs> Why does he have an M60? And is he fighting raptors? Or is he fighting a... Uh, while laser raptors? Ra- while, while, while riding on top of a laser raptor. Like, yeah. That, but, like, okay, so, like, again, the urban legend um, and the hoaxed site and, like, the, the fact that it became a copypasta viral meme, very much a, like a creepypasta angle thing, and the fact that it inspired this is, like, cool. Yeah. But it's just this story was a real big miss for, for all three of us, it seems. Like, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, it, like it, it tried to do something with the the inspiration of this man, and it really kind of just tumbled and failed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I kind of wish it described the whole this man yeah, uh, more yeah, exactly. previously, because then it'd be like, oh, there's actually some story behind this as well, and mm-hmm. then something happens. But it's just kind of like... It starts with a downer, yeah. and then it goes nowhere, so it stays down. Exactly. It's like, oh, great. Now I feel like shit. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. So that was this week's episode. Uh, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below, whether this be on, whether, yeah, whether this be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. You can also check out the title cards for each episode at crazonstudios.tumblr.com or on the YouTube channel, Mortis, where we have the video portions. Uh, you can contact us at Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. I'm at Review Cultist. The Gamer Yellow is on Xbox Live at The Gamer in Yellow, but without the W, because, well, Xbox hates him. And uh, you can also uh, leave us emails. Go to aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. Hey, if you know of any other This Man story creepypastas that have come out that are a lot better than this one, let us know. I would love to read them. Um, you can also uh, rate and review us on iTunes uh, or any streaming um, site that has the, um, a rating and reviewing system. Um, word of mouth is what keeps our or is what lets our podcast grow. So spread the word, guys. Um, and if you'd like to support the show, go to Patreon, look up Aldente Rigamortis, and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have uh, early access to episodes, um, some behind the scenes content. 
uh, special episodes sprinkled with Patreon, including yes. El Dente Revelations and El Dente Reloaded by our own Mikey, the Sense for Evil, and Gamer Nilo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One being um, at the $5 tier, which is uh, Reloaded, where Mikey and I reload old pastas that we didn't get a say in in ADR's past. And also El Dente Revelations at the $1 tier? $2. $2 tier. Uh, where Mikey and I actually go back to those old episodes in ADR's past and see if we agree, disagree, or possibly have a revelation. Yeah, and let's be fair, you guys basically just riff tracks are... I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, man, what the hell were they thinking? Yeah. Honestly, I probably kind of... I, I feel like I'd probably like look back at those stories like, man, I completely off of what I was thinking. Oh, I'm sure. Like when we when we get a little bit further in, which we're actually pretty close to, when my first one it was uh, one of the Pokemon ones. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. probably going to listen to that anyways. I'm not sure if we're going to do a a reload or revelate on it, but I'll probably disagree with myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cuz you were like just getting like we just brought you on the show because yeah, yeah. we needed another host. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, it's gaming related. We'll bring him. It's yeah. fine. Um yeah, so um uh, yeah. That look. For, so if yeah, if you want, if you feel like checking out more episodes of us, uh, and I am completely devoid of that. I just I've just produced the show, the episode at that point, so you can hear them strictly if you want to not hear the cultist. Mm-hmm. Um, blasphemy. Which I totally understand why you would want to do that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah, you can check those out on on our Patreon if you become a patron backer, and for our patrons. Thank you immensely for helping us um, against those lasted hosting bills. You're keeping them at bay and also kind of helping us grow. Uh, so, yeah, thanks from the bottom of my heart, cultist. Yellow. <laughs> all of our hearts, honestly. Yes. We really appreciate it. Why do you just gnaw it all the time? <laughs> because he's agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yes, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. No, it's air pwned. Yeah, no. Well, I do technically get porn over the air through Wi-Fi. Dude, I don't want to know what your pastime is. <laughs> is that why you're always on your phone here? <laughs> Jesus. Do so I have a pillow on your lap? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>